We want to talk right down to earth in a language that everybody here can easily understand. Scared me there for a second. You saw Nate. Nate saw the look on my face. I hit the uh, I hit the intro and it didn't play. That and I I almost cried. Like, <laughs> I, you saw, it was the deer in the headlights. Look, yeah. I hit the I hit the the button for the intro music, and it didn't play. It's terrifying. And we made eye contact, and I almost started crying because uh. it was just dead set. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what a way to, What a way to start. Start with a bang. <laughs> yeah. How about it? <laughs> Thank you for tuning in here on Wildcat 919. This is Settling the Score Sports Talk. I'm your host, Colin Settle, along with just the beautiful Nate Gray. Always a pleasure. I'm running out of, like, adjectives to hey. describe you. It's okay. You can, you can recycle. I'll have to, yeah, I'm going to have to start, like, using word of the day toilet paper or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, let, yeah, coming up on the show today, Skylar Thompson... Skylar Thompson is done for the year. It's a tough one. I am it's a tough day. I'm I'm honestly devastated. Yeah. I saw I saw the news this morning. I am I'm a wreck right now, an absolute wreck. Dan Quinn finally two weeks too late. Finally got fired. We talked about Goodness. that a couple weeks ago. Dan Quinn, head coach of the ago. Atlanta Falcons, got fired. The Lakers won the NBA Finals. We'll get into Ooh. that a little bit later. And your Kansas State Wildcats are ranked. Number 22, 22 in the nation in both the AP and coaches, and coaches poll for college football. And let's just get right into it then. Let's just jump right into it with the with some Cats football. The, aller, the allergy season is upon us. And I apologize if I sound not good tonight. I am stuffed up. I told you about my issues. Mm-hmm. I'm going to try. I'm still here. I'm going to try my best. But... I apologize ahead of time if I, like, sneeze during the show or something like that. I'll just have Nate cover. Oh, yeah. You'll be. That's what I'm here for. (laughs) (laughs) Getting into some Cats football here. The Cats took on TCU last Saturday. They were 10.5-point underdogs. Goodness, that was On the road. I can't believe that. Absolutely disrespectful. The Cats won by seven. Get out of here. 21-14. The Cats are now 2-0 in the Big 12 for the first time since 2014, which is actually very encouraging. That's really good. Yeah. 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 2014 was a very good year. That was a very yeah. good year. We went... 9-3. 9-3, I, I believe. And, and we made... Uh, Alamo Bowl. The Alamo Bowl. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, that's a that's good company to be in, I yeah, think. And I think team. this team... I think this team can live up to that potential. Um Will Howard does scare me a little bit, just because he's a freshman. Yeah. I believe in him. He looks inexperienced. That's that's. But you it, can though. tell he has the talent. He has the I mean, talent. He ripped off an eighty-yard run yeah. to start the game. That yeah. was absurd. I I believe in this guy. I really do. I'm just a little hesitant because of the fact that he's just not very experienced. I'd feel a lot better about this team if Skyler were still the guy right now, and I still feel good about this team. I think we have a lot of good things going for us. I personally think that we have. You know, if not the best, you know, a top two, top three defense in the Big 12 right now. Oh, absolutely. Seeing how we played, you know, last Saturday. But, yeah, I I am 
a tiny bit worried just due to the lack of experience, mm-hmm. but I have no doubt in my mind. And I've done, I did a lot of scouting on on Will Howard as well, you know, back uh, back when he committed and when they were doing all those media days. So I've seen what the guy can do. I know what the guy can do, and I know that he can do it. It's just like the high school level is such a different level than yeah. like college, than a power five football team. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah, but. Speaking of Will Howard, Will Howard was 8 for 19 for 117 yards. He did throw a pick, which was ugly. It was, I'll an, say ugly it. It was an ugly ball yeah. in yeah. no man's land. Very it was bad pass. Not a, not a good decision. Yeah. I think that's just that inexperience coming mm-hmm. out. Because he, he's made other really good plays. But that was the one, that was the one flaw that I yeah. kind of saw in his game. That and the fact that he tripped. And fell on his face. The turf monster got yeah, him. Yeah. He could have ended the game, and he yeah. landed flat on his face. Mm-hmm. But I still love the guy. He got it done. He got it done. 18 carries for 86 yards, one touchdown. Deuce Vaughn, 14 carries, 43 rushing yards, and one reception for 45 yards, which was – honestly, I thought that ball was going to get picked off because he, like, lofted yeah. it just over the top, and then Deuce just went off, uh-huh. as he does. Yeah. So, so Will Howard, leading rusher. As as far as uh, as far as last Saturday goes, yes, yes. leading rusher of leading the, rusher of the game, which of was the which was game. funny. That was that was considering considering that you know we have a guy like Deuce Vaughn, Harry Trotter, yeah. J.K.D. Wright, all those guys in the backfield as well. Blake Lynch was two for three with a long of fifty three yards. That was a bomb. He did. It was an absolute bomb. He yeah. did miss that one from I don't know, like 39, 40, something like that. He he did miss one, mm-hmm. and he pulled it. But granted, a lot of kickers this season are missing field goals. Yeah. And extra points nonetheless as well. So yeah. especially on the college game. Yeah. It's pretty normal. Yeah. And we're seeing a lot of missed kicks in the NFL. Oh, absolutely. As well. Yeah. So I'm not I'm not too worried. We've seen Blake do it before. The only the only missed extra point he's only missed one extra point is in his entire college career. Do you know which game that happened in? Was that last year? That was last year at TCU, and we ended up yes. losing that game. Yes. Yep. Yes. The only, the only Whoa. miss of his career. Well, we lost two years ago then. Well, fourteen, we beat, thirteen. Because we beat. Yeah. Because we beat TCU. It, last yeah. Yeah. Year, you're so right. You're right. You're right. Year. It would have been two years ago. Yeah. But yeah, only miss of his entire career was against TCU, and he came back, you know, on Saturday and drilled just a fifty-three yard, mm-hmm. absolute atomic missile. Yeah. Right down yeah. the middle of the goalpost. So the dude, the dude has a leg to do it, and he can get it done. Mm-hmm. Defensively, AJ Parker, who was named the Big Twelve Defensive Player of the Week, and Will Howard was named the Big Twelve Newcomer, Newcomer. Yeah. of the Week. Hmm. So three weeks in a row, we've had somebody been named Big Newcomer. 12, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Because Deuce got it twice in a row, yeah. and now Will's gotten it. Jeez. So man, I, I, I was. I'll admit, I was hating AJ Parker a little bit. I mean, he How he played you? great. No, I before it was before the Oklahoma game. Wasn't wasn't too high on him, block punt. You know, I was. Uh, was a good. I play. mean, you got to think that those good, Arkansas, those Arkansas State receivers are five they're, inches they're taller animals. than animals. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I. Oh yeah. I didn't. Yeah, no. He's played. He's played very well. Ever since then. they moved so, him inside, and that's exactly that. They moved him yeah. from the number one, number two on the outside the slot, on right? those X receivers. Yeah. And they moved him to the inside. So now yeah. he's playing nickel. He's playing yeah. inside where he can kind of roam a little bit more, mm-hmm. which I think is where he. Excels, and I think we've seen that over the past couple weeks. 
But A.J. Parker, Big 12 Defensive Player of the Week, he had six tackles. And, you know, I'm going to say the game-winning pick six. I yeah. think I think without that, we, we probably wouldn't have won that game. Well, yeah, yeah, because, I mean, it was a one-score game. Yep. Um, that made the difference. So, yep. Yeah. Him, Elijah Sullivan, six tackles and half a tackle for loss. And the the new guy coming out of nowhere, Bronson Massey, had six tackles, one sack, a tackle for loss, and one QB hurry. Yeah. So a guy whose name I haven't said yet all mm-hmm. season. I feel like I don't even know if you knew that this guy existed. Yeah, I had heard point. his name once or twice. And I've heard, but, I've heard yeah. his name, but not to the extent to where he was tied for – leading tackles for the team. No. And was the only not. one of the only guys that had a sack. So Bronson Massey coming out of kind of coming out of nowhere there mm-hmm. in his uh debut game. And what a game to do it as well. Because yeah. I mean you were listening to to the announcers and don't even get me started on those guys. And you know they were saying that this game could determine who wins the Big Twelve. Seeing how Texas and Oklahoma both are just playing terribly right now yeah and you know with the two teams you know and that's and that's another point for concern you're laughing at so what do you well, the big two yeah. i just the way when you said that it just made me think i mean to me the red river game this weekend was a contest of who wanted to win less it was like these, oh i agree these two teams lo- looked like they both just wanted to lose and just were played awful and it was like all right Who's the better of the worst teams? Like who's who's the who's the bad team that's just gonna s- slide out of here with a yeah. win? And of course it's Oklahoma because Texas is still Texas, and they'll find ways to lose games. But whereas Oklahoma typically finds ways to win. But yeah. Not and sure. and if you've been listening for the past few weeks, you know both of our opinions on Texas football. I, I don't so. care for the university. <laughs> I don't care for them. Yeah. Well. They're kind of towards the bottom, which is probably a good thing, allowing, you know, some of these other schools like TCU, Kent State, Iowa State, Oklahoma State yes. to kind of be taught top dog. I'm using finger quotations. Well, Oklahoma top State dogs. got their next game postponed. You see yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not playing, which honestly could help us in the long run as well. Did you see did you see how many cases Baylor has? I did not. Forty two. Mm. Twenty eight players and fourteen staffers with COVID. So they're not playing next week. Well, I'm glad that we're playing them later late, on in the late, season, like second to last week. Yeah. I want to say it's like yeah, I think Oklahoma I think State, Oklahoma State, and then we have a bye, right? And, and then, then Iowa State, Iowa State, Baylor, Baylor Texas. Texas. Yeah, yeah. I think. I yeah, think. no, that's right. Could be, okay, yeah. okay. Yeah, I'll take your word for it. Um, but yeah, cats are on bye this week, so no, no real preview. We got KU <sighs> snooze fest. next week. Yeah. Goodness. That'll Should be. be I, think, I think. I uh, think that game is really going to help Will be able yeah. to kind of. You know, you go into well, a yeah, bye week, you find out, hey, I'm going to be the starter the rest of the season unless I go down, and then we get to see good old Nick Ass come in. Um, but I think it. I think it really helps Will here. Yeah, I mean, anytime you can get some practice in against the local community college, I mean, that does tend to help. So uh, you know, it's crazy Johnson County Community College. Field in a team in the Big Twelve, you know, big ups to the Jayhawks. <laughs> you look, you look so proud of yourself. Man, right I, now. I just KU. <laughs> really, the only, the only positive thing to come out of KU football this year has been Les Miles' COVID test. That's the only thing that's been positive from their football season. I mean, maybe that was a bad joke, and I shouldn't have said that, but I, I don't know. I just feel I, like. 
I like it. I like the joke. Thank you. I yeah. I'll yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Anyway, anyways, we <laughs> a week and a half. We uh, essentially a week and a half at this point. Yeah. Um, bye week, and then we have KU, and we'll go into KU next week because that's yeah. essentially game week. But in terms of the team at this standpoint, you know, like I was saying, I think this is really going to help Will. He has a bye week here. Yeah. It'll allow him to hopefully learn the playbook a little bit more. I'm going to be honest. I don't think they they gave him the full playbook to utilize yeah. last Saturday. I think they gave him what he was most comfortable with. Mm-hmm. He only threw the ball 19 times. Yeah. So it was a great, great job by the coaching staff, by yeah. the way. Props to them for, you know, setting your – First ever starter, you know, true freshman. They set him up for success. They set him up yeah. for success. And I think that's the most that you can do mm-hmm. at that at that point in time. And Will Howard also, by the way, is the first Kansas State quarterback ever to win his first ever start on the road as hmm. a true freshman. Wow. So that's impressive. Props to him. He's also won more road games than KU has. In the last what, Probably like since I was born, four thousand yeah. days, yeah. something. It's since something George Bush ridiculous. was president. Yeah, yeah. Mo- yeah. yeah. Road Big Twelve <laughs> games since since yeah since Bush since was, w in was in the office. Yeah. yeah, So he, I think, I think he'll do fine, especially against KU at home. He comes back. I think they're gonna let him, you know, open up the playbook a little bit more, see what he can do um, against a, uh, a Kansas team that just is not impressive, and they aren't. Every season, underperforming every single year. Exactly, they had the lowest of expectations every year, and yet somehow they still failed to yeah. beat them. Yeah. I think I think this is just the perfect scenario. Yeah, for this team, you essentially right have now. two bye weeks. He could sleepwalk through the game, and we could exactly. probably find a way. Exactly, to win. I wouldn't be yeah. surprised if they put Nick yeah. Astin. Yeah. in the fourth you put Deuce quarter. Vaughn at quarterback. Exactly, you can run the Wildcat. Yeah, we, yeah. Easy. Well, how about it, is is Will Howard? A righty or lefty? Do you know? He's right-handed. So let's say he just has to play KU with his right hand tied behind his back, and just, just throw to make the ball with his left hand. Yeah, just to make I it think, fair. I mean, he can still hand the ball. Yeah. Do we allow? That's him all we to need to do. Is, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. All we okay. all he needs to do is hand the ball off, do a little pitch. You know, nothing huge. Something. Yeah. yeah just don't let him play with his right hand. Just he to can, make things fair. He can fair. move. He can move. As yeah. Well. You he's were a talking quick about guy. that. That eighty-yard. Yeah. Deceptively fast. Yeah. I know that that was yeah. something Sneaky that's, uh, fast. He's a, yeah. that's something that they said about Joe Hubner as well when yeah. he was quarterback. Is yeah. he, he was a bigger guy, and too, he was a bigger so it was kind of yeah. surprising. Yeah. Yeah. So I I like Will Howard. I think he's a good size for he's 6'4". Yeah. I don't want to guess he's like his a, weight. That's he's like rude. A, he's like a prototype, like, like pro-style offense quarterback. He, he, reminds me, he reminds me a lot of Jake Waters. Yeah. In terms of his in terms style. of Kansas State quarterbacks, he yeah. reminds me a lot of Jake Waters. Yeah. So, and I I love Jake Waters. Yeah. I'm personal a big fan. personal favorite very quarterback, quarterback. Of mine. So, Jay, yeah, I, he that's probably the closest comparison. And Jake Waters threw for over five thousand yards in his career here. Mm-hmm. So, who knows? I don't know where the ceiling is right now for for Will, especially having Jake Rubley showing up next season as well so yeah maybe we'll run into another alex delton situation what i hope not i really hope not but who knows because nick asked i believe is a junior right now will howard's a freshman if we bring in rubley next year and redshirt him which i don't think we're gonna do but if we do redshirt him will will be a a true sophomore 
And then Rubley won't see the field till Will is a junior, meaning that we'll have two years of Rubley for sure. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I'm i not entirely sure what the plan is. I know that Rubley's like one of the top recruits K-State's ever had. The best. I believe he's the best. Statistically, the best quarterback recruit since Josh Freeman, I believe. <sighs> So and that wow. was what 2005? 2005 when they were so I believe yeah. yeah so I mean he's Goodness. got a lot of weight on Man. him right now I think Will Will's gonna win that that job that starting job yeah because I mean unless Will which I'm not I don't think he is I think this is the least likely situation but unless he comes out and just you know really lets the games go and just doesn't play well um, just really loses it loses control of the yeah. team. I, I I see him coming out here, winning a few games. I see us competing for a, a spot in the Big 12 title game. And I think if that happens, if my expectations are correct, you can't give the job up. Like, you can't oh, like, yeah. give someone oh, yeah. else the job after I that. Think, I so think I, this team I, I think this team's playing hard. They're playing with a lot of heart. I think, you know, we're, we're in a good spot. We're in a good spot. I liked what uh, I like what Kleiman said after the game in the locker room. Mm-hmm. I'll play that. Uh, I'll play that now, real quick. Fellas, it is hard to beat a team that refuses to lose. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah. It is hard to beat a team that says we ain't gonna lose. I don't care who's in. I don't care who's out. I don't care what adversity we have. If you believe, if you believe in each other, if you believe in what we're doing, nobody can beat your ass. You keep playing with the damn chip on your shoulder. You keep practicing with the chip on your shoulder. You keep doing everything on the field, off the field, with the chip on your shoulder. That's what great teams are made of, guys. Yeah, I I love that. Yeah. He honestly, he anytime me. I hear him talk, I think I can run through a brick wall. Yeah. Like, I am just I might ready lose to... the headset and go through this wall. <laughs> yeah. Through this beautiful, this beautiful studio. Yeah, I might, way. I might just go right through it. I we'll mean, you, I'll make you pay for yeah. it. That's not on me. Yeah. But I'm anyways, really anyways, yeah, that, I right think, now. I think this team, you know, like Clyman said, they're playing with a chip on their shoulder. I think that they have a lot of swagger right now being 2-0 in the Big 12. You have KU next and then West Virginia, I believe. Yes. And KU, then West Virginia. Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State so, yeah, and then another bye week. So, yeah, I think I think this team has a really good shot here. Oh yeah, a really really you went good out, shot here. You went out, KU and West Virginia. KU, yep. chalk it up. That's a win. Um, West, West Virginia. West Virginia is kind of sneaky. Yeah, because you don't really know. It's still early enough. Like what I haven't. I don't think they played this weekend, so they've only played three games. Yeah, they're like if they, you don't really they know. They are the only game playing this weekend in it's the Big Twelve. West Virginia, and I think KU. <laughs> Could be wrong. I know West Virginia is <laughs> playing for sure. Yeah, but what a we! I'll hold on. Yeah, I'll so, check and on that, that and I'll that, that won't tell us anything. No, no, West not Virginia at all. and KU. No, no. Unless KU wins, Unless K- that yeah. will tell us nothing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, if KU wins, then that's maybe we. Maybe we start changing up the narrative. A it is bit. it is West Virginia KU. Yeah. All right. So, well, so West Virginia will be going into that game three and one, and we'll be yeah. three and one. So, who knows? Looks. Who knows? Um, at that point. But yeah, and that's still two weeks away, and it's on so, the road, so you don't really know what you're gonna get from both teams. But yeah, no, I, I, that's a sneaky game. I think I think we'll be fine. I think even though even though Skyler's out, I think we have a lot going on um, that'll help us like succeed. 
I think I think that's the biggest thing. Speaking of Skylar Thompson, I I proposed this to you earlier, and I had a couple bullet points, and we've and we've kind of already hit a couple of them. Um, do you think that Skylar is going to use his extra year of eligibility to play next season? Mm, uh, that was another big talking point that like I've heard and I've seen on Twitter and I've seen other places and I've had people ask me about that. But in my personal opinion, I'll let you think about this. In my personal opinion, I don't think Skyler's going to come back. And, you know, obviously I can't speak for him. I can't speak for the coaches, anything like that. But seeing how his how his career has gone here, it's kind of similar. You know, I look at what's transpired this season in particular, and it reminds me a lot of what happened to Jesse Ertz. And Jesse's a guy that I've talked to in the past. He was on the show over the summer. Uh, Jesse dealt with a lot of injuries and ultimately, you know, didn't play his junior, senior year because he tore his ACL and he was mm-hmm. out. And that's when Joe Hubner and all those guys came in and filled those holes. So I believe that was the year where we had to have Curry Sexton come in and play quarterback against West Virginia. We were down to like yeah, our fourth string option that. Yeah. for a quarterback who hadn't played the position since high school and he was like a receiver. So, yeah. I mean, and granted, we're not we're not going to have like issues like that because we still have guys like Nick Ast and all those guys, you know, who have had experience on this roster and especially guys like Will Howard. But I think, I think Skyler – at this point in time, I don't want to say that his time is up, but I think he's done a lot for this program. And I wouldn't be sad. Like, obviously, I'm sad that he's not going to be able to, like, finish his season. That really bums me out. But looking back and seeing everything that he's accomplished and everything that he's done, all the memories, I'm a big Skylar Thompson guy, if you couldn't tell mm-hmm. yeah but just everything everything that he's been able to do i think i think if he if he were to leave i don't think it would it would hurt yeah you know i don't know we talked we talked about how rubley is coming in next year we already have will howard so quarterback room there is 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 it's is tight. stacked. It is tight. Um, and you keep skyler around i'm not saying that the coaching staff is going to come out and say hey skyler get yeah, moving but come, like yeah but like i do think that it, it would be I, I think it'd be better if he leaves and i, I think that just comes from a you got to keep moving to the future and yep. you can't suppress that development yep. from howard i think it's a, it's a little bit different with uh with like justin hughes uh in his situation because he got injured and he was out last year he's a six-year senior now which is what skyler would be mm-hmm. next season but I think in in Justin's case, you know that linebacker core was a little short sighted. Yeah, I will say we had to move Elijah Sullivan to the inside, which is not where he wants to play. In my opinion, it's not where he fits best. He's more of an edge guy, if you ask me. Yeah, and I think that showed last season, where we struggled up front, and in that linebacker core specifically. So him coming back makes sense, but in the logistical sense, seeing that we have you know, this highly touted quarterback coming in. We already have a true freshman. We'll have Nick Ast, who will be a senior. I just think I agree I agree with you there. I just think that there's not there's not a lot of room left for him. Mm-hmm. So yeah. With that being said though, if this is it, if this is it for Skyler, if 
Texas Tech was the last time we got to see him play. Where does he rank in terms of quarterbacks here in your mind? Because that's always that's always going to be a debate. Because everyone's like, oh, Michael Bishop's the best, and I'm not going to disagree with that. And they they list and all the other pretty, quarterbacks there's here. There's a pretty clear like top. I three. agree. I think there's a pretty clear top three. But in your mind, where where does Skyler rank? Because I I told you before the show, I asked you how much you like statistics. Yeah. And you didn't give me a clear answer. But this is why I went and compiled a ton of stats from former quarterbacks. Some mm-hmm. of the some of the great ones. Yeah. That people consider top five, top ten. And I figured we could just compare them real quick just to see, you know, where does Skyler rank statistically against some of these other quarterbacks. So start, and these are in no particular order, so don't get mad if I put, spoiler alert, Chad May, if I say Chad May's name before Michael Beasley or, what, or what, Michael Bishop, sorry. Yeah. Yeah, so this is just how I compile the stats. But Skyler, in terms of statistics... 59.8 completion percentage for his career, 5,021 passing yards, seventh in school history for that. 30 passing touchdowns, also seventh in school history. 1,083 rushing yards, fifth in school history. And these are all for quarterbacks, by the way. Seventh in terms of quarterbacks yeah. in school history. So 1,083 rushing yards, fifth in school history, and 22 rushing touchdowns fifth in school history. He's only one of four QBs in all of K-State history to pass for 4,000 yards and rush for 1,000 yards. He's fifth all-time in total offensive yards for any player here. Fifth all-time. Wow, that's for impressive. Any, for that's any very impressive. Darren Sproles, Colin Klein, mm-hmm. Michael Bay, like anybody. He's fifth all-time with 6,104, and he has 52 total touchdowns, and that is fifth all-time in K-State history. Yeah, I feel like this... Like, see, I don't want to make any rash sure. um, assumptions here because I there's a I feel like when you talk about the best K State quarterbacks ever, there's a clear top. Oh tier. yeah, there's a clear there's top. A clear three. It's, it's Colin, Michael Bishop, Colin Klein, and then L. Roberson in my mind is number three. I feel like I feel like those two though. I feel like the, oh, yeah. the, the top oh, yeah. tier is clearly those two. Yeah, like I like you could say L. Roberson is up there. Oh but yeah, I, yeah, I do yeah, think yeah. that. That Bishop and Klein like separated themselves from him. Oh, I agree. So I think Roberson. The um, fact the fact that Colin Klein had fifty six rushing touchdowns in his entire career, which correct me if I'm wrong, leads Kansas State in mm-hmm. history. He he beat Darren Sproles. Yeah. By I believe like ten rushing touchdowns, I think. And the fact that he still almost passed for five thousand yards in his, in his entire career. Yeah. Now is. It's it's just insane. Now, so I'm just thinking of this like tier wise. So that's the clear top tier, Klein and Bishop. Yeah, Klein and Bishop are. Who would you say top. is that middle? That that second that tier? second tier. You say Roberson. Oh, Roberson. John is it? Jonathan, Chad May. Jonathan Beasley is that his name? Uh, I believe so. It's Beasley. I knew that. I um, I'd probably put Beasley. Either either if we're making a tier list here, if we if we say like S tier, like superstar tier, it's Klein, Klein and, and Bishop. Klein and Bishop. No. If question. we go A tier. A-tier quarterbacks in my mind, L. Roberson, Josh Freeman. Josh Freeman threw for 8,000 yards here yeah. at K-State. He just had a, he just ha- did he, not have and he a got coach drafted. and a yeah. team Oh, to, yeah, to I think him. I think if he would have played Imagine if he would have played with Snyder. Oh, my oh gosh. Oh, my goodness. Oh. Yeah. That would have been he ridiculous. He got stuck with Ron yeah. Prince. Yeah. But yeah. Shh, don't say that name on air. 
don't don't I'll say have to, I'll have to like yeah edit that out edit that you know when out. I was growing up fun fact my dad didn't let me say that name really the yeah it's like in Harry Potter you can't say yeah you can't Voldemort say, yeah who he Ooh, yeah. who shall not yeah be my named. that was like Ron Prince in my fun house fact up, I went so. to uh, <laughs> I went to the spring games younger like yeah. with my dad and the family when they still when they had like the carnival yeah on, like the east lot yeah or would it be the east lot or the west lot I don't I think it was the east lot on the on the east side of the stadium. And they had like a big carnival thing set up, and that was fun. And I remember we got to go down on the field, and we got autographs. I got Josh Freeman's autograph on a hat. That team was so good. No, Jordy, Jordy Nelson was, Nelson was on Jordy Nelson team. and Josh Freeman. How did that not? How did and, that team not win eight games? And I got Ron Prince's autograph as well. Big whoop. Big yeah. whoop. But yeah. I got Josh Freeman's autograph. Yeah, so which is sweet. I'll take that over yeah. anything. I, I, it's one of those memories that's like clear in your head. You can like, you remember yeah, like you remember, where you were mm-hmm. during yeah, that no, time. I know so it was, it was super cool. But yeah, Josh Freeman threw for 8,000 yards in his yeah. career. Statistically 44, wise. 44 passing touchdowns. He's, he's the best passer yeah. in K-State history. Yeah. Statistically. Yes. I think if I were to go, if I were to go A tier, so we have the S tier. If we go A tier, L. Roberson, Josh Freeman, Chad May, Lynn Dickey. Lynn Dickey. Oh, yeah. Um, forget about Packer Lynn Dickey. Gray, Goodness. Yeah. Lynn Dickey. Um, those guys are probably be my A tier. B tier quarterbacks in my mind, Jake Waters. Uh, I You put Skyler else? in there? I'd put Skyler. I'd put Skyler B tier. Yeah. Carson Kaufman. Um, <laughs> I'd put Carson Kaufman C or B tier, sorry. Um, I'd probably put, you know, if a healthy Jesse Ertz. I'll put a healthy Jesse Ertz B tier. Yeah. Maybe. Because you, you never yeah. got to see, like, the potential. Exactly. Like, that's all it's just, the like, same speculative. Thing. It's the same thing with Daniel Sams. I'll put mm-hmm. a healthy Daniel Sams yeah. B tier quarterback. Yeah. yeah. Potential to be an A tier quarterback. If oh, absolutely. If Snyder yeah. would have actually realized what he had yeah. in front of him. And he, he transferred, correct? Yeah, he went to McNeese State and won a national championship. So, with <laughs> McNeese down in yeah. Louisiana. So, Nice one there, Bill. But yeah, I think in my mind, in my mind, Skyler's a top ten quarterback. I probably wouldn't put him top five. Yeah, no, I probably agree with that. wouldn't put him top five. I put him probably close to seven or eight in yeah. my mind. Which, when you look at the statistics, that's where he tends to fall: seven yeah. or eight. In between that five so to like, seven to eight, I, I think that's perfectly fair. Yeah, I think you can throw in like the comebacks. You can throw in the fourth quarter. He le- He's the as far as a leader most, of a team goes. Yeah. He might crack he, the top he five. He has the most, like, comeback fourth quarter, like, game-winning drives out of any quarterback. He's got, like, mm-hmm. four or five. So yeah, as far as the just leading a team goes, he could be a top five. I because, agree. Granted, I, agree. I wasn't alive to see some of these guys play. Exactly. Like, I don't I remember wasn't, some of these guys I was, playing. I was alive when yeah. Michael Bishop played, yeah. but not, yeah. like, competent enough to... Yeah. You know, realize what was yeah, going on. I wasn't on. born yet, so I I I started I started going to the games uh, when Carson Kaufman, Daniel Thomas, those guys that I year, two thousand nine, yeah. um, and then I just kept going to the games ever since. I grew up with Colin Klein, and that's yeah. how I felt. Colin Klein, I fell in love with with football because of that guy. So mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I think I think Skyler is definitely in my mind. I think if he would have played the rest of the season, he could have easily had fifty five hundred passing yards. Could have probably yeah. reached around twelve hundred rushing yards. I think you know, I I I just I feel really bad. I just feel bad for him. Well, and couldn't Skyler hypothetically? I don't know how this works with NCA, but 
could he transfer somewhere else and finish out there? Yes, because he I would want him to, but I wouldn't. I've, I've heard uh, yeah. I've heard some talk of North Dakota State since uh, Trey Lance is going to be leaving. Oh gosh, wow! So what if what if Skyler ends up going to North Dakota State, which <laughs> I don't think is going to happen. I don't, I don't think, think it's so. going to happen. But in my mind, I just kind of wanted to get your thoughts on where mm-hmm. on where Skyler. I pr- I agree with, with I what think, you're saying. I, I think, think five five to seven, fair. anywhere anywhere from like six to nine. I definitely think he's a top ten guy. Yeah. If he would have, um, if he would have led this team to uh, to a Big Twelve championship, probably closer to like the five range for yeah. me. Yeah. Um, because what the two guys that won Big Twelve championships or three, sorry, three because El Roberson did yeah. in two thousand three. Bishop didn't win one though. Because we've only won 20, 2003 and twenty twelve, and That's he was right. he we was gone lose. before then. We did lose ninety eight. Yeah, should have won, but yeah, he should have won a big. Oh well. Uh, anyways, yeah. anyways, yeah. Like to yeah. put him to put him as as yeah. In that your list your of point is those those top three guys though. Two of those guys were on the Big Twelve championship team. So yeah, no, I totally agree. If you win a Big Twelve title, that pulls you up quite a bit on that list. So. My yeah. my dad just sent me a text. Shout out to my dad who's mm-hmm. listening to the show. He said your Ron Prince autograph was from when they had a spring game in KC one year. Oh, it was at uh, Olathe or Blue Valley schools. One of those schools. Th- thanks for that, Dad. I probably the, was at for that. the clarification. Yeah, I mean, I was probably, probably there. Cause yeah, because my dad, my dad definitely yeah. took me to some stuff like well, that. Shout out, shout out to my dad. Yeah. Shout out Craig for yeah. helping out with that one there. <laughs> Advan- he's he's in the back running he's, the advanced yeah. analytics. Yeah, yeah. He's he's here. Get he's him on payroll. The, yeah. <laughs> Movie. I think you know. I uh, yeah. I think I think Skyler's legacy will always be. You know, he was the guy that led those comeback drives. I think statistically, he's. I mean, statistically, he's one of the best top ten yeah. statistically. Totally. So if the if if Texas Tech was it, if that was it for Skyler. I I personally just can't thank him enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For the for the memories and everything that he's that he's done. Not that he's like a messiah or anything like that. Yeah. But just the fact that everything that he went through and the fact that he's still statistically this good. Yeah. I just think that, you know, some thanks are in order. Yeah, to me, he's like, I mean, as a Chiefs fan, he's like Alex Smith. He's like, yeah, he never, like, he didn't bring us, he didn't, like, do anything huge. The no. franchise didn't do anything phenomenal under him, but, like, for the like for the, for the the city and for, like, the franchise, he was oh, great. Oh, I agree. So it's like, yeah, I, I feel the same way about that. Thank you to Skyler Thompson. Thank you, Skyler. We if love he's you. listening, he's not. He's not. But, <laughs> he's not. But we love you. Either way, either way. Speaking of quarterback injuries... We're going to talk some NFL here, but oh. before before we get into that, mm. we don't have power rankings this week. Just nothing's going on. Yeah. It's it's honestly quite boring right now in the NFL. Plus, we have, still have two games to Except play. For the Chiefs. So, yeah. Upset at the top. Chiefs upset at the top. They'll be coming back down, but no power rankings this week. Instead, I'm bringing back an old segment that I had over the summer. You've never you've never been a part of this segment before. This segment is called Big Boy of the Week. Now, the linemen, offensive line, defensive line, first the ones Theisman to get trophy. first yeah. ones to get blamed, last ones to get recognized. The Big Boy of the Week is the shout out to that one, to that one big man. 
that just went above and beyond. Is this one going to? Uh, you know who it's the going Auburn, to. You, the yeah, Auburn you guy. You know who it's the, going the to. Tight end. JJ Piguez. He's 6'2", 300 pounds. Woo! Runs the Big Wildcat. Boy. He's their Wildcat oh. quarterback for Auburn. You can't stop that. You can't tap. He. You can only takes hope a to snap, contain Takes him. a snap to the right side. Spins out of a tackle. <laughs> <laughs> he hit the B button and spun video, it zero yeah. Gs and <laughs> took off to the right. And then he hurdled a guy. He looked like Eddie Lacy <laughs> playing against the Cowboys back in like 2016 when he hurdled Jeff Heath. I mean, Eddie Lacy That's, was basically 6'2", 300 pounds. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah. That's And it's just something else. J.J. Piguez, 6'2", 300 pounds. Imagine that running at Quarter, you. It's like Don Terry Poe, but like more way, agile. Like, jump past yeah. thing. That was fun. It's just it's yeah. insane yeah. that he's able to to move like that. Yeah. But J.J. Piguez, the Auburn, he's like number 89, something like that. Yeah. They're, they're wildcat quarterback, which to have a guy that big running the ball. To be able to run the ball. That is yeah, something else. Insane. That is something else. But yeah, I figured. I figured since that happened, I'd bring back the segment a little bit. Big boy of the week. You got to give credit where credit is due. Credit where credit is due. You got to give credit where credit is due. Moving on to the NFL now. Dak Prescott. Jeez. Is he's that was done? Disgusting. He's done for the year. That was an it awful was, injury. Yeah. It yeah. was. It was. It was horrific. He took a quarterback draw to the left side. Got wrapped up. He he was sitting down on the ground. And he was holding his leg, and I was like, "Oh, he just like pulled a hammy, he cramped something, up, yeah. something like that." And I looked down his leg. I like looked at his knee, and I like followed down his calf to his ankle, and, and his, his foot his was foot like, is facing the opposite direction. It's just not. It's yeah. not good. This was. I mean, as a Celtics fan, this was like the Gordon Hayward injury. Yeah, like it's yeah. like you you see him fall, and you're like, "Ooh, that doesn't look good." And then all of a sudden, the camera he picks goes up to him his and you leg. Go, oh, and you're like, oh, you see him, and you go, you go, he's not playing no, for he's a done. year. He's done yeah, for it's year. like goodness. So, yeah. Dak Prescott, and the one and the thing about it is. The response that he got after yeah. after the injury is is incredible to me. Dak Prescott, whether you like the Cowboys or hate the Cowboys, he's a good guy. He's just a good guy. Yeah. He's a guy that comes into work every day, works hard, works his tail off, and just gets the job done. Yeah, you know, and he was on pace. To he was put on up fire numbers this year, Huge just like numbers. last season passing too. yards. He was supposed to. I mean, he was yeah. leading the league in he passing yards. He was leading yards, the league in passing yards. Yeah. yeah. So he was, and he was on pace to some kind of record. I don't remember what it yeah, was, yeah, but yeah. he was, he was on, he was because he threw like 400 yards in a few of the first few games. Yeah. So it's like he was lighting it up. Yeah. But, so yeah, just the response after he got injured, his his former head coach Jason Garrett, that who was is now cool that he, was who, he is he now the coach the of the Giants. He came out on the yeah. field and talked to him, which I think is just it just shows like how much. He means to that organization mm-hmm. and how much he means to the game of football. You saw, like, he got carted off the field. He was just in tears because he yeah. knew he knew it was done. Yeah, it reminded me of when uh, when Luke Keekley got hurt and he got his concussion yeah. and he was yeah. like sitting on the field. He was like hyperventilating yeah. on the field because yeah. of how how terrible that injury was. Yeah, and ultimately, I think that's what ended his career. Well, yeah, I mean so, stuff like that, especially a head injury like that, exactly. is scary. It's exactly. like you don't really want to mess with that again. But. I just think I just think it really shows how much Dak means to the game. Mm-hmm. I think in my in my mind here. In other in other news, uh, the Chiefs the took a hard L. It was a hard yeah. L. So I don't know. I'm not a Chiefs fan. I was gonna let you kind of talk to this to get your opinions, but because I my, yeah. I'm on bye week. Yeah. Because Green Bay didn't play this week. Yeah. 
This was actually the first Chiefs game this year I didn't get to watch a single snap of, like, live. Um, but, I mean, Derek Carr has never had a good game at Arrowhead. No, and to see him no. put up, like, 350 yards, three touchdowns. He threw a pick, which was a pretty ugly pass. But, I mean, he was throwing dimes across the field. He looked really oh, yeah. good. Looked and, good. I mean... I'm not a fan of it's the same way we were talking about Dak. Like I'm not a fan of the Raiders. I can't stand the Raiders. Yeah, but like yeah. I like Derek Carr. I think oh, he's yeah, a good I agree. guy. I agree. He might look like Sid from Toy Story, <laughs> but I I, res- I respect him. So um <laughs> it, he was always it's always been fun to watch the Chiefs beat up on him every year, yeah. but now he actually looks really good. So. And I think I think the most important thing here is we know now that the Chiefs are human. Yeah, we know that we know that they can lose, and I didn't think they were going to go undefeated. Well, I couldn't stand seeing people going. This team's going to run the table. Oh, they're like, going to they, win every game. No one does that in the they're NFL. They're like the it was, was like, it, the 2008 Patriots. That yeah, went 16-0 and then lost in the Super yeah, Bowl. Yeah, and it's like no one does that. That's, no. The NFL is too balanced. The, the Miami NFL, Dolphins. Yeah, the 19 are, was it 69. The Dolphins are Don the only, Shula are the 71 or two. I think it's some, somewhere yeah, on that yeah. somewhere in that time. Because 69, like, the Chiefs won the Super Bowl. Oh, that's so, right. That's right. That's right. I think it was 72. Or three. It was the Don Shula. Early seventies. One of the greatest coaches ever do it, Don Shula. But no, just like it was ridiculous to see Chiefs fans on Twitter and all kinds of apps being like, "Well, this this team's going to run the table. Who's beating them?" It's like someone because it's the NFL and that happens. So don't don't expect. I mean, this team I think should go should go like thirteen and three, but they're probably going to go twelve and four. Yeah. If they go less than twelve and four, I'm going to be disappointed. Twelve and four is like the minimum that I'd be like. Okay. I think they're probably going to get to that ten win mark, and then they're probably going to start playing Pat, maybe a little bit less to yeah. save him for the. The playoffs. back half of their schedule is easy. Oh yeah. The last two oh, weeks yeah. they have the Chargers and the Falcons at home. Falcons, mindless team. Oh yeah, we'll get into I them mean, next. They're playing but... the Panther. The next three weeks. Yeah. Until their bye week, the only challenging game is this week against the Bills. Back to back weeks. Yeah. The Broncos and the Jets. Yeah, give me a break. Literally, oh, and the Panthers. Literally the, the Broncos. Worst teams Broncos on the, the road, right and then Panthers and Jets. Panthers is a tough game, I guess, but the Jets and then a bye week. Yeah. They should. They they will, might lose one of those. Because who knows? Who knows when McCaffrey's coming back? Because Mike Davis has been doing He's work. Been good. He's been so doing maybe they'll really start good. splitting carries. I don't know. Who knows? But, and Mike Davis is kind of a little bowling ball of a man yeah. as well. Yeah. But once McCaffrey comes back, he's not going to be a hundred percent. Mm-hmm. But you know he's always just one of those guys that you have to keep keep an eye out for. Uh-huh. Um, speaking of that division, the Falcons finally, finally fired Dan Quinn. Two weeks too late. Two years too uh, yeah. like he should have. How, how many Super year. Bowls ago was it? Three, three, three years too late. Three Super Bowls too late. Yeah. At this point, him and the uh, the GM whose name I don't whose name I don't it's know. Like, Tom Dimitrov, Dimitrov. It was a head, like head coach and GM got fired, yeah, and Dan yeah. Quinn finally is gone. And I've heard uh, the new guy that they're bringing in is, so is their defensive a former former Kansas State coach. I could be I could be mistaken. I'll do the name rang a bell when I saw it. Yeah, he was a, yeah. He's their he's their he was their defensive coordinator, I believe. I'll do uh, um, I'll do some looking. But here. yeah, no, he should have been axed. Like I said a few weeks ago, when they lost that game to Chicago, after the way they lost to Dallas, they literally should they should have the owner should have gone packed his bags for yeah. him and said, "You're gone." His name is Raheem Morris, and according to Scott 
from the Bosco's Boys podcast, which I, I love those guys. Yeah. I wanna I wanna get them in here in the studio one of these days, if they're listening. I would love I would love to get the chance to sit down with them. Former defensive coordinator for Kansas State Raheem Morris, according to Scott. So yeah. I uh I don't really know much about the guy. I'll do some more. I should have more research. That's on me. But yeah, I think uh, I think it was the right move. I think Dan Absolutely Quinn was just right toxic move. for that for that organization. Yeah, I think it was the same thing. Uh, former uh, uh, Rivera for the uh, for the Panthers. I think he needed to go. Like there, there, there's the there's the teams that they. The coaches were good when it lasted, but it just ran its course. Mike McCarthy Rivera for Green was like Bay. that. McCarthy was like that. Jason Garrett for the Cowboys. Yeah, and it was like with um, with Dan Quinn, it kind of felt like they had success with what they had when they made the Super Bowl. Yeah, but then the rest of the league caught up to them, and they didn't do anything about it. Yeah. They were like they just didn't they just stayed where they were. Improve. They yeah. didn't try to like change. They let what they everyone. Were Catch up to them instead yeah. of extending on the lead that they're yeah, and, and instead of like changing, like it's like oh, the league is catching on to how we do things. Let's change up what we're doing. No, they just stayed the way they a were. A very Bill Snyder approach, yeah, to how conservative mm-hmm. they were in yeah trying to yeah become a better team, yeah. But yeah, I I it's it's a good move. It is a good move. Definitely need another another NFL kind of talk here. Who? It just feels like everything. Everything is just really depressing today from what we've from what we've talked about, and I hate to have it be that way, but I just feel like because like Dak Prescott's done, the Chiefs lost. Dan, I guess Dan Quinn getting fired was probably a little a little up, a little uphill. Like if we if we had a little chart here, it'd be like a roller coaster, and then yeah. went down a little bit, and then Dan Quinn kind of brought it up. Let's take it back down. Let's go. Let's talk about the NFC East. <laughs> Let's get as low as we can go. Your here. first place Dallas Cowboys are two and two three. and three. Yeah. So who, I mean, let's who start is from it? the bottom. Yeah. Oh and five. New York Giants. The New York Football Giants. The one and four Washington Football Team. The one the, three the, and I one. Wanna say, I want to say the Alex Smith. Yes. Led. That was awesome. That was that, so cool. That got me fired I have been, up. I have been waiting. Yeah, that got I have me fired been waiting for out. Alex yeah. Smith for weeks yeah. now. That was very great. That was great to see him play. But oh, um, yes. One, yeah, one, the one and four Washington football team. Forgive me, I almost Whew. said that. Yeah, name. you can't say that. Um, the uh, <laughs> um, one, three, and one Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah. Who stink? Let me go on record to say the Philadelphia Eagles stink. They're a bad football um, team. I might go as far as to say, you know how we were talking about Doug, uh, Mike McCarthy, yeah. Jason Garrett. Yeah, I'd throw Doug Peterson in there. Yeah, because he just I seems like he just to... seems like we're doing the same old thing and it's gonna work, buddy. The rest of the working. league caught up to you. It's not, it's not working. working. Do something. And it, t- the fact that they went and paid Wentz all this money and then turn around and draft the quarterback, and in, the quarterback in the second round. Yeah, it's like you can't no. And Jalen Hurts who can't even hold on to the ball. I mean, they no. played him once or twice and he's fumbled. Yeah. He just can't hold on to the ball. What are you doing? So what are you doing, Dad? I I think and then Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to say I'm a Cowboys hater. I'm but not, like, I'm not a that Cowboys division hater. is just such a mess. I'm not a like, Cowboys hater. I am a Cowboys fans hater. Yeah. I do not like their fans. I think yeah. they're quite annoying. Yeah. I don't like I honestly like want Washington to win that division so bad. Oh yeah, so do I. Just I can't stand Philadelphia. Just the I city. Like, nope. I don't really care about the Eagles, but like the city just sucks. Um, <laughs> and then 
they're as as a partial Boston fan, I kind of have to just say that they just yeah, suck. Yeah. Everything about Philadelphia is the worst thing ever. But um, New York, give me a break. Yeah. I mean, I'm sorry. Da- did you watch that game winning kick? I did watch that game. I verbally kick. was yeah. like, oh, like, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, I was like, oh, he missed that. Right yeah. as he kicked it, I was like, that's he, not. He it, missed it that. Wavered. It yeah. wavered a little bit. Yeah. just a little bit. Yeah, if I was a Cowboys fan, uh, which I know a few, I would have Boutonier had a heart attack. Oh yeah. Um, oh yeah. But man, I mean, Washington. I'm I'm pulling for them. I'm so pulling I'm for pulling, Alex I'm Smith. I'm pulling for Alex. Pulling Smith, for Alex baby. Smith and R- Riverboat Ron. I, I want him to get I, back in the playoffs. <laughs> but yeah, I yeah I agree with you there. I. It would be it would be a nice change of pace. When was the last time that Washington has even come close to winning that division? RG three. They won the division in twenty fifteen. Yeah, or sixteen. It was so, the first year Kirk Cousins played. That's right. Was, they were you like, like that. They were they were you like, like that. I think they were like eight and eight. Yeah, or like eight seven and one. Yeah, or like it one of those. The, one it, of those was the, it was the it was when the he, you like yeah, that. Role. Yeah, and then they never did anything after that. Nope. In true Kirk again. Cousins fashion, oh, they yeah. show up once and never do anything again. Yeah. Quick PSA: Kirk Cousins is a hack. Yeah. He is a hack. The man, the man is a hack. You might call him a suit. Now, last night, I call him a hack. They should have won that game. They should have kicked uh, that field goal. Yeah, they should have kicked yeah. that field goal. They should have kicked that. Field common goal. sense, but that's common on, sense. That's kick on the Zimmer field goal. There. You take the points. That's on Zimmer there. I mean, I understand I like why the they move. did it, but but dang it, you put Dalvin Cook in the game. You put your big fantasy guy in the game. I got him on that's fantasy. Ran you gotta, they ran Dalvin Cook. No, they because they had pulled him. No. Yeah, he, I just remember they were talking about CJ Ham. He didn't play like the whole second half. Getting getting blown up. Yeah, the fullback got blown. This all pro fullback that that they're talking about in Minnesota got blown up. He could that could have been him, and I didn't know, but I'm pretty confident he sat the okay. whole second half. Okay. I'll tell you, I'll take your word for it until I can look back over. It. Yeah, and then uh, then I'll make. Fun I could of be you wrong. If you're wrong. Yeah, make fun, make fun of me if I'm wrong. If I'm wrong. But I think uh, I think Washington has a good chance here with Alex Smith. I don't like Kyle Allen. I do not like Dwayne Haskins. Definitely don't like Dwayne Haskins. I did not like that draft pick when he came in. All the Giants fans that were Good Lord. that were yapping on Twitter about how much they hated the Daniel Jones pick yeah. and how Dwayne was the future. Oops. Well, neither one looks very good, but no. Daniel Jones might be a little he better. He looks a little bit better. <laughs> he looks a little bit better. Yeah. A little bit better. In terms of, you know, kind of just to wrap the show up here, the Lakers did win. In six. Which I will say, my original prediction two weeks ago, original was Lakers and six. I believe mine was Lakers and six as well. Yeah, so we were So we were we we're pretty yeah. we we're pretty good. The there. Heat were too good to not get two games. Yeah. So I agree. I, mean, yeah. I agree. I think I Jimmy think that was Butler, a pretty easy yeah. pick, six games. I yeah, and I think if it would have gone to seven, probably would have been Heat as well. Yeah, I also don't I know. Think, I, can see LeBron I think they would have they would have won what? They were down three to one. So if they have the momentum, I could see it happening. Yeah, but I could see yeah. it as well. When I checked the score at halftime, I said this game's over because they were oh yeah, they were thirty points. So I was which like, is yeah, ridiculous. No. LeBron had this to say, and I talked to you about this earlier, and you have thoughts on it. I have yeah. thoughts on it. Here's what LeBron said after the game when they are on the court doing the uh, doing like the post game interview. Um, we just want our respect. Rob wants his respect. <laughs> Coach Vogel wants his respect. Our organization want their respect. Laker Nation want their respect, and I want my damn respect too. Nate, Give what are you? Break. Yeah, what are your thoughts? I mean, here's the thing: <laughs> you can talk about like LeBron is a great player, and I recognize that. I don't like the way he carries himself in his like basketball career because like like I love all the stuff he does off the court for the community. He's a great guy, and I respect him a lot. But 
this is going to make some people mad, but you don't hear Jordan after he wins the title going, respect me. Because he just played in a way that garnered your respect and made you respect him. And I would say LeBron played in a way that made you respect him. He didn't have to go out and say that. He played great. He deserves to be respected. But to go out and say, hey, respect me. No, just play in a way that makes... And you did. You don't need to say that. It just makes... He, I don't know. He always seems like he's kind of doing that like little humble brag. The way he just the way he posts on Instagram and Twitter, he's always just kind of doing like the... Gosh, like I am so good at basketball, aren't I? I'm so good. Like, come on. Like, I'm so. It's like, you are. We all acknowledge that. I agree with you. It's like, and I and I respect that he's a phenomenal player, one of the all time greats. That's oh, not yeah. a question. Oh yeah, no. But question. I just don't like the way he like says stuff like that. I, I really don't. I'm gonna be honest. I and the Lakers. Suck. I, I can't it. stand him. I liked it. I like the uh, the fire there. I like the chip on the shoulder. Yeah, there. And I get that. I like the the cocky attitude of it. I just I don't know. There's something about it. And you know, and that's just kind of where we differ, I guess. Like I, I'm gonna be the type of guy that, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna work my butt off and let my actions speak for my words. But at the same time, you know, I'll I'll get I'll get a little I'll get a little mouthy there, mm-hmm. you know. And I and I I respect it. I think yeah. is what is what I'm getting at. And that was his whole thing. Is he's like, mm-hmm. I want my respect, and I'm like. Yeah, man, you got it. Yeah. So I agree. I agree with you to an extent, but at the same time, I'm like, all right, I can, I can get with it. Yeah. I can get with it. But yeah, LeBron has four titles. He was named the MVP. He's been to what, like the last eight? He's been to to ten, nine of the last or ten, and nine, nine of the last of ten, nine of the last ten, and he's won four, which yeah. is. Just yeah. something else, yeah, entirely. But yeah, oh my gosh. And I mean, as a Celtics fan, I have to say, yes, the Lakers have 17 titles. <laughs> they tie the Celtics. Look at the head-to-head, though. Yeah. Celtics <laughs> nine and three in the finals against the Lakers. Big well, how whoop. many? How many like uh, all-time championships did the Celtics have? 17. So they both they're tied. Yeah, yeah. So they're tied now, but nine and three against the Lakers in the finals. <laughs> Big whoop. We beat you nine times, you beat us three. We Good have uh, here in what, like 20 minutes or so, Chargers Saints. Saints are seven and a half point favorites. What do you think about that? I. That's a good line. It's in New Orleans. It's a very good line. I, agree. I I might like the Chargers to cover that. Really? Yeah. The Saints haven't the convinced way, me yet. I, okay, I agree with that. Seeing how they've been Michael Thomas out. can't stop punching his teammates. Yeah. So, I mean, and I, he's out. They're playing yeah. it off as like some yeah. ankle injury. Yeah. yeah, but in reality, he's suspended. So I yeah. I like the, you know what, I'll, I'll probably I'll take still, the points there. Give I'll the take, Chargers points. I'll take the Saints only because of Drew Brees. I'll take Drew yes. Brees over Herbert. Any day of the week, twice on Sunday. And that's, uh, yeah. that's just kind of how I yeah. feel about it. Maybe if it. you're feeling risky. Maybe a little money line and spread. Maybe a little double winner chicken rat dog for the, for the the Chargers. But you know who knows. Yeah. So, yeah. I. Uh, yeah. I think. Uh, I could see it. I could see it going either way. I think it'll be a closer game though. So I'll take the Chargers on it. If I was was betting, but I'm not. No, it's not a betting man. Either way, Bills Titans tomorrow. Bills are three and a half point favorites there. No problem with that. Line too. Yeah. Bills going to win that game. They're going to be undefeated. Still, Chiefs Bills. So. That's going to be a big game on Saturday or whenever it is. Oh which yeah, would be yeah, weird. Yeah. But, but either way, 
For Nate Gray, my name is Colin Settle. Thank you all for tuning in here on Wildcat 91.9 to Settling the Score Sports Talk. We will see you next time.